Bangor Worldwide has been promoting and supporting World Mission for over 85 years. Our podcasts are free of charge. You can find out more about us at www.worldwidemission.org. We hope you enjoy this talk. Uh, Thank you, Jason, for the welcome. And uh, thank you all for coming tonight. Uh, And I, I want to encourage you through simply sharing a little bit about what the Lord has done uh, in the last few years. Jason began with a story, and I'm going to do the same thing. The uh, guy that you see on the screen in front of you, he is a maths geek. And that's not an insult. That is exactly how the guy would describe himself. He's also my cousin, He's a maths teacher in St. Paul's Barnes in London, which is one of those really prestigious schools. Now, why is he there? Well, beside him on the screen is the Why Jesus book that uh, I wrote in 2016, which was published by Christian Focus Publications. Now, when you're writing, you are assigned an editor by the publisher. Obviously, the editor helps you express yourself clearly, hoovers up any sort of grammatical errors. And there is a process that goes on. There's a good bit of back and forth with the editor. But eventually, you get to the stage where the publisher says, right, we need the text. We have a publication schedule. We have print runs to do. We need you to sign off on the final text. Well, we reached that point, and about four days after that, I got a phone call from Richard, my cousin, and he said, Jeff, I have really hemmed and had about this, but I, it just, I've got to tell you, in your opening chapter, when you're discussing the probability of Jesus fulfilling all those Old Testament prophecies that a Savior would come. He says, you have a mathematical formula in there, a simple mathematical formula, and you've written it wrong. (laughs) Now, I don't know a lot about maths. I can tell you, in fact, on my first form report, opposite the miserable mark that I got in my exam, the teacher simply wrote, I fear this mark may have been deliberate. (laughs) It wasn't. And somewhat ironically, when I finished full-time education, I went into the banking sector, which could be good news for some of you, because if you had an account with Ulster Bank between 1986 and 1989, you may be entitled to compensation. (laughs) But back to this, I had a sleepless night, and in the morning, I said, I've got to contact Christian Focus. I've got to tell them about this. I did. They were wonderful. They said, look, we've got to get it right. Some months later, uh, in a school not too far away, Regent House, the Scripture Union were having an evangelistic event to send off the upper sixth pupils who'd come to the end of their schooling. And I had been invited in to share on that occasion. And I did that, and I brought some of the Why Jesus books with me. And I remember as I was sharing the good news of the Lord Jesus, 
there was a tall lad at the back who I could see, you know, was particularly locked on to what was being said. And I, you know, I, I marked that. I thought that looks promising. So when I came to the end of the talk, I said, look, if you've heard something today that maybe has sparked your interest and you want to find out something more about Jesus, come up and you can take one of these books. And so I finished and I watched the big lad at the back and he just walked off down the corridor. And at that point, one of the, the pupils, the female pupil, came up to me and said, actually, that guy at the back there, that's our head boy. And he's come along the last couple of weeks. And, you know, and as she was talking to me, I could see in the corner of my eye that tall lad getting sort of bit down the corridor and just turning. And the closer he got, the more I sort of was going, cut the conversation, he's, he's coming. And he just said, he got up to me and he said, Look, thanks for what you shared today. Could I take one of those books? And I said, absolutely. That was a Thursday afternoon. On the Sunday, I received a lengthy email from that tall lad. And with his permission, I'm going to share it with you now. This is from the middle of it. On the same day, I came home and read the first chapter of the book. And as a maths geek, there was a particular stat that changed how I felt. There is a line in your book which states that the probability of Jesus fulfilling all the prophecies is something like one to the power of 10 or to the 40. You know, I, I still don't even know what it means, but it's written properly, which is virtually impossible. And I knew pretty much from that moment that I wanted to follow Christ. And the really special thing for me is he's here tonight. And just to tie in with our theme for the evening, he had four wonderful years in CU as well. So the reason I tell you that story, guys, it's, it's just to encourage you, but I learned a great lesson because I'm going to be talking in a minute about, you know, a bit of scale in this literature work. It has gone to a scale that no one could have foreseen, but it is all about God-seeking individuals. It's about God using individuals who are compelled to bring the good news of Jesus to others. Now, he will bring you into, you'll, you won't serve on your own. He will bring you into wonderful partnerships. And that's another thing that's going to come through tonight. Just the, the many rela kingdom relationships that God will bring you into if you catch the vision, if you see the glory of Jesus, and if you want to share hope with others. It's all about individuals. I'm just going to try and give you some highlights from the last few years, what has happened since then. Uh, a few months after that, my own church, Castlereagh Fellowship, we sent a team during the summer to Germany to work with refugees in the context of a sports camp. And the guy on the ground there, Vimal, an ECM missionary, we'd brought the book and we used the book with refugees. And many of these refugees, Syrians, Iranians, they were engineers, they were doctors, they were teachers, their English was better than mine. But there were others. And Vimal said to me, you know what would be so useful, Jeff? You see that book where you, where you take the five things that we want to say to unbelievers about Jesus, that he came as promised, that he reveals God 
perfectly, that he died for our sins, that he rose again from the dead, that he is the appointed judge, would you just condense it into a little booklet? Because that would be so useful to us. And so this was born. A few months later, this little booklet was written. Now, this is where things, I can't even remember the sequence of events. Things happened. There started to be a lot of interest in this locally. Uh, And quite literally, tens of thousands of the booklet were being ordered. And then something happened, which again, I was talking with my wife on the way down in the car. Can you remember the first foreign version? And I I think she made a better stab at it than me. It started to attract interest among missionaries. They said, "This this is simple. This is to the point. This is accessible. We want this in our language. And again, I can't can't remember the conversations. But at this point, Revival Movement Association stepped up and said, look, we'll do the foreign versions. You get them translated. We'll design them. We'll produce them, print them, and send them. And they do it freely. I have long since lost count of how many pieces of literature have gone out My best guess is five million have gone out to many, many different countries. The Why series has now developed. Over the last three, four years, there are now six titles. They're simple. They're full of scripture. They usually have five big points. I do them in the NIV and the NLT. Every home revival movement, they do them in the authorized version and they do all the foreign versions. It has brought, it has been the most wonderful experience for me in that it has led me into partnerships with missionaries and mission organizations throughout the world. It has been truly wonderful. I I took out the grid of the global village, which I really hope you will visit later. And there are 17 organizations around there that we've done projects together, specific projects in the literature. And I'm going to mention a few of them to you for your prayers, for your encouragement. And it may well be that you can see a connection with your interest and things that you're involved in. There's no organization behind this. I don't have a website. This is just something uh, I said to Jason earlier. You know, there has never been a plan. There has never, I did not set out to do this. It has been need-driven, and the Lord has been in it. Maybe it's just for a season. I don't know. But I want to encourage you, just by telling you some of the things that the Lord has done. I love that. This is a project with Wycliffe under the guidance of Philip and Heather Saunders in Zambia. Uh, Six different languages in Zambia. That's why Jesus with the colorful cover for our African brethren. In at least two of those languages, I think, this is the first piece of gospel literature in that language. 
I think that is an eternal honor. I am so thrilled at that. It's not the best slide, but I assume there's a gentleman on there that some of you in the world of mission will recognize. That's our brother, George Verver, the founder of OM. He was incredibly encouraging to me uh, at the start of this work, and he set up the relationship with the Logos ship. And uh, this is pre-COVID now, and this model has changed a bit. But when the ship was in the Caribbean and making its way down into Latin America, they got 200,000 Spanish booklets. And the model was, as those thousands of daily visitors to the ship, as they disembarked, they were given the little booklet. I get emails from the strangest places. But the ship was moving down to Brazil. And as sometimes happens, they had ordered 200,000 Portuguese. And whatever way the ship schedule and the, the container going, it didn't match up. And I thought, revival movement are going to love me. 200,000 Portuguese booklets. And again, I can't remember the ins and outs of it, but Acre Gospel Mission just happened to need it. And they stepped in and they saw great blessing in Brazil with the Portuguese. And the wonderful thing is that in recent days, a relationship has been established with OM based in Chile and large quantities of literature, Spanish literature, are going to be sent to Chile. Uh, indeed, one has already just been sent, I believe. This is one that requires a little sensitivity. That's Chinese. The Chinese brethren are amazingly efficient. The model here, which again has been a bit affected by COVID, but Chinese tourists pouring out into Hong Kong, into Macau, they're greeted. They're given a little goodie bag. In the goodie bag is a booklet and a little SD card. Now, the numbers are not what they were, although God willing, they will start to pick up. And this organization, they are now targeting the other cities where Chinese people are coming as tourists. Now, as China, as the crackdown continues, think of this. The booklets, the SD cards, going back to China. I think about one and a half million pieces of literature have gone in Chinese. Another favorite picture of mine. That is Bishop Leon, who until recently was the only evangelical bishop in the Lutheran church in Slovenia. Slovenia has a population of two, just over 2 million, roughly the same as ourselves, 15 to 1,600 believers. And a couple who will be known to the folks in Hamilton Road here, Alan and Leela Kirschmar, they worked with Christianity Explored to do a series of videos contextualized to Slovenia, but they have Why Jesus and Why the Cross in Slovene connected to that on a, on a website. And this was Bishop Leon on national television in Slovenia, explaining that why the cross was going to be distributed through the hospitals and homes in a particular region. I hope these things are encouraging you. I hope you 
Maybe we'll catch one of them that you feel you can pray for. Arabic. Again, a connection here, Pamela McDowell. That was published in Lebanon. All the Syrian refugees were pouring out. And a publishing house in Lebanon did that. Even at the height of the war in Syria, they were not only being given to refugees pouring out of the country, they were being distributed in Syria. This now is being used as you, and I know there's a great interest at the minute in refugees coming here and teaching English. This is being used in Europe in that sort of context. It's simple, but it's on who Jesus is and what he's done. Uh, I'm going quickly. The book has been translated into Spanish by Editorial Peregrino. The language that we would be most busy in is Spanish. Um, The booklets, uh, in fact, I think within the last two weeks, just under half a million booklets have gone uh, in Spanish to mainland Spain and uh, to Latin America. Um, Also, we've all been impressed, no doubt, at how the church has responded to the Ukrainian crisis. Three years ago, Bible Mission in Germany, they got about half a million Ukrainian and Russian, why Jesus? But I thought, I, I saw all the, the refugees, you know, being welcomed and, and given welcome packs, and I thought it would be good to just sort of modify slightly the Ukrainian version, and it's proved very popular with organizations. It's proved popular here with people who are welcoming Ukrainians. And again, I think it was just under half a million were produced in the last few months. And again, SD cards. Uh, Not all will have access to the internet. And through a partnership with 100-fold, that is being developed as well. Why Christmas? Maybe some of you saw that last year. It was only done just before Christmas, and I think about 40,000 were were requested by individuals and churches here in Northern Ireland. So that's been the one I've been working on recently. And this year, God willing, we've got it done in Romanian, Portuguese, Spanish, Basque, Chinese, and French. And this is our first booklet in the French language, which the other ones are going to be done as well. Will you pray about that? It's a time-sensitive one. You don't want to be sending White Christmas to people at the end of January. Um, So it would need to line up with print schedules as well. I'll just mention these as well. These are different. Um, Four parables that Jesus told. This is more for our context, for a context where there's still that sort of Christian cultural footprint. And The person who receives it, they may know it's some sort of gospel literature, but it's different. It's a different way in, uh, and they have proved popular as well. Um, The last sort of bit of literature I'm going to show show you is this. Just 10 days ago, in fact, this is the the latest book, and this has been done with an organization called the Opal Trust, and they do a magnificent work providing resources for the majority world. 
60 to 70 percent of all the Christians in the world live in the majority world. This had to be written simply, not simplistically, but because English will be a second language. But what it is, is it's a, it's a walk through the first eight chapters of Romans, just explaining the good news. The first book that Opal did in this series is Knowing and Doing, just a simple overview of the Christian life. Over half a million books have been given out in the majority world. It has been translated into 52 languages. This is the follow-up, first of the follow-up volumes in that series. So it will now start and be rolled out in these other languages. Maybe that's something that you feel I would like to support in a particular language, getting it out, providing people with resources. We're going to be in the, the global village. If you would like to find out any more information, please come and see us. Also, when you're leaving tonight, the stewards are just going to hand you a random booklet. Uh, don't worry if you don't speak Chinese. I don't expect you to read it. It'll be on any language. Who knows? It's just a little prayer prompt that I would like you to take away, stick in your Bible, and from time to time, perhaps pray for the literature work. But as I finish, I'm going to leave you with uh, a picture that, that moves my heart, and I want to return to my original point. It's all about individuals. We're talking about half a million here, half a million booklets. It's all about individuals. Look at that poor man. And what is he doing? He is studying why Jesus. And through the partnership of compelled individuals, individuals who write, design, print, send, fund, transport, distribute, and follow up, individuals like this man get to receive the good news of Jesus Christ. There's a little poem on the back of your handbook, and I'm going to finish with these words. As I call you, brothers and sisters, to retain your confidence in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Worldwide, our task, worldwide, our vision, reaching the lost, our God-given mission. Worldwide, the challenge, worldwide, the need, we need to be sowing life-giving seed. Worldwide, for Jesus, worldwide, for God, light for the darkness, spreading his word. Amen. We trust you've enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to make a donation to support the work of Bangor Worldwide, please visit www.worldwidemission.org slash donate.